Good morning, ladies, gentlemen, and others. My name is Silas Lee, and welcome back to NTKTN. Uh, this is a news source where we talk about domestic issues that may be going under the radar. Uh, for the past over a week, um, we've been talking about um, teachers and how teachers' rights are being absolutely violated. Same with students' rights. A lot of this being done by schools themselves and by uh, school boarding. Uh, we've talked about um, teacher pay, we've talked about students' rights, we've talked about uh, teachers' rights infringements. Today we're going to talk about uh, classroom sizes and we're going to try and synthesize a lot of what we've already stated. So, getting this started off, there's no other way to put it, classroom sizes are far, far too big. Um, in, man, in many, many states, this is a genuine issue. Um, when I was in eighth grade, uh, I, <laughs> a kid in my math class did not have a desk to literally sit at. My teacher didn't have enough desks for all of his students. Um, this was in Arizona at the time. And it, if you know one thing about, North, or about the West and how uh, schooling is handled, it's not handled the best. It can totally be improved and needs to be improved. Um, classroom sizes is a major issue that keeps affecting it and that definitely needs to be addressed as soon as possible and my fear is that this will spread over here on like the east and down in the south where i currently am despite not wanting to be here <laughs> uh no no i'm cool with it but here, here's here's a crazy thing right this this genuine fact that classroom sizes are too big has been around for ages. In 1960, the National Council of, of Teachers of English uh, made a statement saying secondary teachers of English should only teach 100 kids a day. Uh, this, was back, this was in 1960. You can find this out on NCTE.org. You can find their statement on it. Uh, and according to that same article, uh, public schools employ 250,000 fewer people than before the recession of 2008-2009. While enrollment, however, has increased uh, by 800,000 students. That was back in 2014 and conditions have not changed. Uh, they're continuing to be ignored by every administration we've seen since then. Uh, they've been ignored for far longer, actually, but this is a serious, serious issue. Um, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about some opinions and facts. So, before California added a cap onto uh, a lot of their classroom sizes, um, here are a few quotes coming from NEA.org. Quote, I interviewed with LA when I was looking for my first teaching job back in 2003. My first question was about class size. They replied no less than 35 for fifth grade. Uh, I was fresh out of college and knew my classroom management skills needed work. I finished the interview, but I knew after they said 35 that I would not be moving there. Another quote. Um, I had 35 fourth graders last year. I could hardly work with any small groups or give one-on-one -on -one attention. I was at work until at least 6 p.m. End quote. A third quote. I've had as many as 38 in previous districts. My current has been 31 at times. 
the worst part of it is that I'm a music teacher, which means teachers' aides get their preps during my class and their students come without them. I have aides for profoundly disabled students, um, but inclusion students with one-on-one -on -one help uh, on their IEPs don't have access to them during my class. We're failing them, the students, with our large class sizes. This isn't a controversial opinion that classroom sizes are too big. This is just a fact. It's a simple, simple equation. If you have so many students packed into one room, not only is there going to be more disagreements, but there's going to be less time to work with every student and ensure that that student properly understands the thing that they are being educated on. And this, again, is not at the fault of the teachers. This is at fault to the school districts and to the states that are refusing to do anything about this. This is the fault of a lot of the legislators. Every single legislator there is right now is not doing anything. Nothing significant is coming. I'm not seeing or hearing anything. And education is extraordinarily important. We're seeing the effects of uh, uh, poor education and uh, the spread of like propaganda within our schools that teachers cannot say no to. They can't change a lot of what they're being forced to teach. And they're being restricted on exactly what they say. You're never gonna hear a teacher talk about Operation Paperclip, which was a JFK operation that uh, basically took Nazi scientists and had them work with us. We worked with them, and uh, in fact, I'm forgetting his name, but one of the Nazi scientists was our head of NASA when we made it to the moon. Um, there's been countless other incidents that you will not hear about. You're not going to hear about when we helped create a lot of the terrorist organizations that we are fighting still to this day. You're not going to hear about why George W. Bush's approval rating was only 11% when he left office. Only that his approval rating was 11%. You're not going to hear the why. You're not going to hear the explanation or the fact that people were angry with this bullshit war. Um, you're not going to hear about a lot of really important civil rights activists. I have gone to 12 different schools. I've had like 12 different history classes. This is this is the, this is the first year I've ever actually been told uh, taught of Malcolm X. I had to figure him out myself, and I was in fact irritated that we weren't talking about him already and why we weren't talking about him more. He was another one of these major civil rights activists that were so important, but you're never going to hear about him. And the reason you won't is because he was a bit more, a bit more violent with his protests uh, and with a lot of, um, a lot of what he did. But that he never sought violence. What Malcolm X would do was, uh, if someone were to come at him, he would defend himself. Unlike other protesters here in the South, that would just sit. That uh, if. Malcolm X wouldn't really be part of like a sit-in. If someone were to attack him, he would defend himself, like most people would to this day. And you're not, you're not going to hear a lot of these quotes from people like him either. You're never going to hear about Fred Hampton. You're never going to hear about uh, the move. You're never going to hear about move either. If you don't know what move was, move was uh, another civil rights and black liberation um, group that sought for 
equality and a return to uh, Africa, depending on the branches of wherever you were with the move uh, movement. Um, eventually, however, move was bombed by the police department of Philadelphia. You're not going to hear that. You're never going to be told that. We actually just passed, I think it was like 20, no, uh, like 30 years or something mental of that. And I know I have that number wrong because I, n I haven't heard, I never heard of them until a couple weeks before the anniversary of the bombing. You don't hear about a lot of these, and teachers aren't allowed to teach on them. That, that's another major injustice, is the uh, restrictions put on what teachers can teach. Um, and so, so right here, I'm trying to focus on two different um, things here. I entirely probably forgot to uh, transition well. I didn't fucking write down the transition, so... <laughs> um, we have the classroom sizes, and we have the limits on what teachers can actually teach within their classroom. The fact that you can ask your teacher if we helped make terrorist organizations, and they can give you a straight answer, like, yes, we did, we did all, we did this and this and this, uh, but you're never going to actually hear about that in the class, because no one's going to immediately think, we're the U.S., we made these. We make them still to this day. Um, we, we fuck up a lot. We have a lot of economic and serial wars currently going on. We have one in Venezuela because Venezuela is uh, about to vote in a Marxist. But the U.S. is like, we're going to fuck with your economy right now. And you're just going to deal with it. You're never going to hear about that. You're never going to hear about so many things. So we need to we need to crack down on these restrictions. We need to crack down on uh, not fully being able to educate students. Returning back to the classroom sizes, here's a simple solution for that. Increase school funding. What have I been saying? What have I proposed already? The Wall Street speculation tax will raise $2.4 trillion in 10 years. If we put that in right now, right, that means that every student currently in school wouldn't receive as great an education as the students that are coming in after. But... That's the thing with progressivism, is you're, you're looking more towards the future. That's what school is about, building the future. That's what it's supposed to be about. But this hierarchy that there is, is entirely destroying that purpose. It's entirely destroying what could be so genuinely beautiful. Um... Another simple solution to this is just put caps on classroom sizes, increase fundings. I, I'm still absolutely adamant that school fundings need to increase. $79 billion in every into all of the schools of the U.S. is nowhere near enough. That's not $79 billion each school. That's every school in the United States gets $79 billion. That's not enough. 
It's not enough to pay our teachers, our hardworking custodians. It's not enough to keep students invested into what they are doing and what they are learning. There's, there's many different places we could also just reallocate budgets from. Call me crazy, but maybe, maybe we don't need to spend nearly a trillion dollars on our military alone. Especially when we need to stop getting into wars. We need to stop sending people to their death. We're currently in a bullshit war. Or we're kind of participating in funding a bullshit war between Palestine and... Uh, Palestine and... Uh, uh, Israel. As an American Jew... No, just as a Jew in general. What the fuck are we doing? Why the fuck are we building a holocaust? We lived through this shit. We had to get through this shit. I don't know most of my family in Poland. My family, my, my great-grandmother came here illegally from Poland. Because the U.S. wasn't helping. And now the one time the U.S. is helping the Jews in a, in a genuine way... It's for the wrong reasons. We're funding them so they can murder Arabs, so that they can murder children, so that they can murder innocents. If if Israel really did have an issue with land and with Hamas, the government of Palestine, they absolutely would be targeting Palestine instead of targeting schools, instead of targeting residential buildings, instead of targeting the innocent. But you're not going to hear this in school. You're not, you're not going to hear this in school. You're not going to hear these genuine tragedies occurring every single day. That's my job, though. Despite the fact that I don't get paid and I'm probably blacklisted already on YouTube. My, my other YouTube channel where I just fucking play video games, I'll still talk politics and shit on there. I'm more than certain that that has gotten uh, blacklisted. I used to get like a good amount of views. Now I don't get shit. And now the views, the videos that I did used to get good views on. Yeah, now I, now I guess those views went down. Whatever. I don't care about that. What I care about is the fact that whenever someone speaks the truth on American corporate platforms, they get silenced. That's pretty fucked up. Um, which brings me to our next segment. Foreign agents. Tell me if you've heard of this line before. This is from one of my favorite actual news sources. Uh, welcome to Redacted Tonight, where Americans covering American news on American soil are called foreign agents. Former Governor Jesse Ventura, former Governor of Minnesota. Uh, guess, guess, guess what? He got silenced too. Uh, during the beginning of the Afghan war, he was silenced because he's anti-war, and he was about to have a show on CBS, I believe it was. He got silenced, moved to a platform called RT, which is where many, many Americans end up going, because they get silenced on American corporate media. Lee Kemp, the owner of Redacted Tonight, the guy that, with the intro that I just quoted, 
I could not name you a more American person. Firstly, that name is very American already, but this guy is a descendant of the father of American football, Walter Camp. This guy was, this guy's dad served in the military for 20 fucking years. This guy was born in a Warren military hospital. And he's silenced on everything. He is entirely silenced. And... I, I literally don't think he was on just about anything past his uh, Notorious Fox uh, News segment where, uh, while being interviewed on Fox News, he said, and I quote, um, what the hell even is Fox News? This is just a propaganda party um, and an ignorance parade. He isn't even wrong! <laughs> Fox News is entirely is entirely ignorance and propaganda. So with this segment, I'm 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 diving in. I'm going to explain to you why the fuck you shouldn't be trusting a lot of these media sources you see on your TV. It's very simple. They're paid for by corporate companies, right? So if someone is paying you and employing you, you're not exactly going to speak out against them, especially when you can get fired and replaced immediately. Especially when many people to nowadays who talk about major uh, issues get entirely silenced and have to move to things like RT, which is partially funded by the Russian uh, government, I believe. Um, do not entirely quote me on that. I haven't talked with Lee Camp or Jesse Ventura or anyone on there. Though uh, no, I would love to. I would absolutely fucking love to. Lee, hit me up, please. Look, look, all I'm saying, Lee, is your first name is my last name. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> okay, but if there is a corporate outlet funding these news sources, they're not going to speak out on them. In fact, uh, Lee Camp, I, I, Lee Camp, right as I was writing this, I saw a segment on his um, podcast, uh, Moment of Clarity, where he mentioned that they don't talk about the environment on news anymore. They don't talk about it at all, unless there's a major event. And even then, that'll be counted very, very flimsily. Um, still fucking wrong. Still really fucking wrong to not talk about the planet that these corporate companies that are funding these news stations are destroying. This planet is being destroyed by the same companies who are providing you your news. And here's the funniest bit too, right, right, right. Everyone that's calling, like, RT, uh, foreign agents because part of them are funded by, uh, some Russian organization... Right, the channel or the platform itself is funded by like Russian organizations, and I believe the government, and then they fund um, they fund the news sources, but kind of don't tell them what the fuck to even talk about on there. But let's look at some of these current day media sources. You know, you know who really, really has some good ties in Fox News? Republicans. Not, not, not. I'm not saying Republicans is the answer. The answer is China. 
Chinese Chinese companies are heavily invested into the company that owns Fox News. That's <laughs> that's that's some genuine hypocrisy. This is just McCarthyism on a weirder scale. If you don't know what McCarthyism is, McCarthyism was. Uh, McCarthy was a U.S. senator who, whenever he had a little issue with someone, would just scream, "You're a communist! You're you're a communist! You're a commie! You you right there! You're a communist! You don't have any ties with Russia, but fuck you! You're a communist because I say so, and you can't defend yourself because fuck you." That's it. That's literally it. Uh, he's one of the reasons why you may have heard about the Rosenbergs, uh, a, a family who had no ties with the Russian, with the Russian government at all, or had any ties with genuine communist sympathizers. But guess what? Fucking died. Fucking, fucking killed. <laughs> In prison. Fucking, like, what, what do I have to say other than, Crossy uses a load of shit. We're seeing a new age form of that because whenever anyone has a company that is funding them that is from another government, it's fucking out of the water. Despite the fact that that company might genuinely not even have any corporate ties. If you watch like Fox News and shit, there's ads for other corporate companies on there. But uh, if you watch, uh, I I'm going to plug Redacted Tonight again. I fucking love Redacted Tonight. <laughs> uh, if you if you watch Redacted Tonight, the only ads on Redacted Tonight come, like, in one, like, 30-second portion of the video, and they're all about other shows, other American shows on RT. That, that's insane. Okay. That's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna leave this bit this little uh, segment off on. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little synthesis of everything we've talked about because it's been a few days since I recorded because uh, my schedule for this is going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, pretty fucking weird days now that I'm thinking about it. But fuck it, we'll change it later. Uh, for this month, it's gonna be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I feel like this month's gonna end on a fucking what? When's it, what day of the week does this month end on? It ends on a Monday. Fuck. <laughs> I thought it ended on a Sunday. I was gonna start Monday. Th you know what? I'm gonna start Monday through Friday on the thirty first. 